1: I am so pumped today. I know we're doing this every Monday and Wednesday. And it's been like, everybody asked me like, hey, when is it going to stop? And, you know, even my wife will ask, like, is that going to continue forever? I'm like, I don't know. There's conversations and topics that just come up. And and today, we initially started with this idea. Like, hey, let's get my buddy Justin um, on the whole rebrand that we did for the Terminus website. And then in the process, like somebody called out and I'm glad they did. And we're a very transparent organization. So we said, Hey, they said, why don't you bring your whole team? That actually was really pivotal to make this happen. So guess what? We asked them, gave literally no notice to both of the other folks. And and they're going to be live with us. So Chanel and Summer are going to be live sharing about their process, their thoughts. If you're into like developing a website, launching a brand, like this is going to be a great topic and conversation. And then. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna have some really cool conversations. Uh, I think Justin knows uh, Susan, who is the CEO of Torchlight. She's gonna come in uh, a few weeks from now and gonna talk about like, well, what does what this new marketplace looks like for highly certified freelancers? Because guess what, everybody's doing something on the side. So why why not just talk about that and what that means and how how people are going about it? And if you didn't get a chance, hit me up. Uh, last week uh, we had Courtney, who runs the content for inbound, and they're completely rebooting their whole inbound event. So it was really cool hearing from her all the things that they plan to do. So hit me up if you want want a recording of it. So as always, uh, let me know where you're from, and we're gonna bring in, but with some music, and this is some good music.
0: How's that? <laughs> yeah. Oh man. This is
1: good. This is what this is what this whole this is worth everything. So Chanel, tell us what that song is. Who is it from and Why you wanted me to play that?
2: Yeah, Sangerman. What's up? Uh that was International Players Pub from Outkast. Outcast. It's just a really good hype song. But I also love it because I love all hip hop. That's an ode to old school and that's a an ode to Willie Hutch. I choose you. So anybody who knows old school knows that song. So yeah.
1: There you go. Well, welcome. And, you know, I want to show this real quick. So I got some props today. and I'm going to use it. I turned 41 last week. And my family just did these things like right on the table where I do like everything I say here. They will be listening from the side. And they actually made this like, this is what you say, like probably 90 times, of, of 90% of the time. Hey, I'm going live. And they will say, and that's what you say. Then, of course. Boom. So every single <laughs> time they're like, get a bunch of boom. And then I would say like, hey, let's jump into a meeting. So in a whole bunch of cards. Like, this is what you said. That's all you really say all day. I'm like, great. Like that's what they think of you. So it's it's funny. All right. So let's let's get your introductions as everybody's joining in right now. Uh starting with Summer, Chanel, and then Justin. Go ahead, Summer.
3: Cool. Uh I'm Summer. Nice to meet all of you people virtually. I'm a designer and the, the main developer on this project for our website relaunch. It's
1: awesome. And someone, where did you learn design and like all these things?
3: Design I just learned through various schooling, um, kind of always had an eye for it naturally. And then development. I went to a software development boot camp. Um, and I took a six-month intense nine to five course. Oh, yeah. wow.
1: Okay. Yeah, like that's that's interesting. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Everybody,
2: I'm the senior manager of creative at Terminus. um, And I was the project manager and designer on this website project.
1: That's awesome. And Chanel has been with Terminus like probably what? Like almost five years now, if not four.
2: Yeah, 2015 was. Yeah. yeah.
1: And so she designed, I don't know if anybody noticed, I'm wearing a new brand for uh, for My Funnel 2. And we're putting it up there as well. This is the first time I'm wearing this t-shirt. Uh, Chanel has been designing the original Flip My Funnel from the time we were on a whiteboard uh, to like last five years, keeping up with it and now refreshing the brand. So we not only refreshed Terminus, but also Flip My Funnel brand. So go check it out uh, over there. So Chanel, props to you for just keeping up with and making it, to, taking it to the next level for both the brand Terminus and the brand of the community, Flip My Funnel. Thank you.
0: Awesome. Thank you. Justin? Yo, Sangram, hey everybody. I'm so I'm VP of marketing at Terminus. And as I I told Summer and Chanel, like when we started this project, gosh, like March, um, I work for you guys now. And so (laughs) I did whatever they asked. That was my job. (laughs) Yeah.
1: And and what what's interesting is Justin, you're like the brand guy, like out there. Um, what you did with Sixter brand, it was like so fantastic when that came into the fold. uh, one of my one of my happiest days at Terminus has been when you come in and said, hey. Justin's going to be responsible for the brand uh, and, and putting the energy back into the Terminus brand itself. And honestly, that was one of my happiest day at Terminus. So really, really cool to have you, man. And with that hairstyle, man, because, uh, I, I'm, trying, I'm trying to do some, get out, uh, out there a little bit. So a lot of questions came in. We put it out there last week in in, in, the, in the marketing group that I have, but also online and ton of questions. So I'm going to just shoot. The questions, and if anybody has questions, just jump in. Um, as uh, Justin's getting suited up for this, so uh, <laughs> let's go. So the first question is like, are you guys crazy? This is pandemic. Like, is there not enough work for you folks? Like, you know, aren't you supposed to be like trying to get the business thing going on, the lead flow, all the pipeline? Aren't there other things for you to do? Why rebrand, and why especially now? So. Anybody wants to take,
0: I'll just throw it up to the group. Cheryl, why don't you take that? You've been kind of owning the brand the longest.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think that we redid the website for a number of reasons. One, just functionally, you know, from from a long time ago, we've kind of been Frankenstein in the website, having different agencies work on it. And functionally, technically, just really wasn't um, suiting us the best way it could. So we just needed something that Wasn't breaking a lot, or was you know running more smoothly and giving us better uh, load speed and all that kind of stuff. So the functional thing was the first part, but just the fact that um, you know we acquired two more companies and uh, we just kept evolving with our brand. We needed our um, website to also reflect that and reflect all the product offerings that weren't currently being listed on the site. So we just needed to make sure that our customers and our future customers knew all the things that we offered, Um, and that current website just wasn't doing that at the time. So it was very important,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, Summer Justin, what, what, where? How did you take this project? Where does, how did that feel? What, what made you like, well, okay, we got to do this thing right. Yeah, I mean,
3: yeah. When when I came in, like Chanel said, it was just we had kind of frankenstein it. It was just built with a lot of bubble gum and duct duct tape, like Justin likes to say. Um, <laughs> yeah. And so, for me, especially being the developer on the side of things and trying to maintain it and upkeep it it just felt like it was time to, to start from scratch pretty much and, and build a new one and make it ours and own it
0: 100%. And I think we, like like Chanel said, like we've acquired a couple of companies and the, the story, I mean, you know, Terminus started out, gosh, what, 2014? Right. Yeah. And it's like an, an account-based advertising solution, right? And yeah. skip forward to today, we are an all-in-one B2B marketing platform. Like it's even bigger than ABM at this point. Um, yeah. And we needed to re-architect the story. That was kind of the main impetus for me is like, what is the kind of the story that turns the tongue of the marketplace? And how do we kind of make that a unified, you know, experience for people? And so that was the driving force for me.
1: Well, so how long? So start start to get, go back to the day of like, all right, we're going to do this thing. So like, how long did it take to, to actually make it happen? And, and and I got a lot of questions I wrote down around, like, talk about the, you know, or like people are like, well, did you guys, it felt like every, almost everybody said, hey, it felt like, you guys use a really high tech agency, so talk about the agency that 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 we used uh, because the brand and the color and refresh. I mean, it looks like there's a big agency involved, so we can talk about that. And just like, how long was it? And
0: just talk about some of the pivotal milestones as we went through it. If I should, I want you to tell people like the actual. Yeah, that, I know. Um, that. I remember. <laughs> yeah. So Sixer got acquired um, in December, which is when you know I just came over. Um, and I was talking to Derek, our CMO, I think in January, like, hey, I think we <laughs> should redo the website. And he he was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> True CMO, like I don't yeah. need any more work. <laughs> exactly. So I didn't like, I, I didn't drop that bone, kept it up. And then I think um, in February is when we really started to think about what we were going to do. And that's kind of when Chanel built out the master plan.
2: So I actually went through the documents because there's so many, uh, but I don't know if you guys remember it was like in mid-March when we had our initial timeline and it was for 10 weeks. And I was really laughing real hard <laughs> in my mind. So I was like, I don't know if we're going to make 10, 10, weeks, but actually ended up being um, around four months, which is yeah. still very fast for an internal team of what ended up being four. So I think it was still a phenomenal job. everybody. Yeah. yeah.
1: So who was the external agency in this that, that made the brand really, really cool? This is it. This is the the
2: experience.
1: Experience. <laughs> and I want everybody to know that, like, I mean, it's the same thing with the book. A lot of people don't believe that the book cover that we did, AB Miss B2B, actually came in. We we hired a whole bunch of, tried to hire a whole bunch of people to give us designs and stuff. And then uh, I know Chanel and you and your team like created like the three options and kind of took that. So we got a great team going on here. It's a, it's a really cool design. So talk about some of the the roadblocks, the hard decisions that you have to make in the process.
0: Um, <laughs> it was so like that. My, my big contribution was like the uh, like architecture. And by architecture, I mean like what pages are there and what's on those pages, right? Which was, it started out pretty cut and dry. But at the same time, as I'm writing all of this website copy, and there being like 60 pages of copy, we acquired another company. So we had to kind of rethink about how we were going to be talking about that in context of the greater story. And we then started to kind of rename and like we were re-architecting the platform at the same time. So what the functionalities were, like what the, you know, kind of bundled offerings were all kind of impact the actual website copy. So up until like the day it launched, we were still rewriting things to make sure it was accurate with the product team. Wow.
3: Yeah, I think there was a lot of back and forth. I think that was actually one of the hardest parts was was deciding, you know, how are we gonna how are we gonna deliver this in a way that's gonna make more sense than basically what our current website was. It was just confusing. It was yeah. kind of, it, there was a lot of confusion, it was cloudy. Um and I think Justin did a great job of going in and and cleaning all that up and making it a more cohesive experience. We wanted people to come to the site and make it make sense, basically, is yeah. our one of our
1: main objectives. Wow. And so did you write, like suggested, like go through each one of your roles? Like what was, what did, what was the most amount of work each one of you? Because I'm sure you've spent time on every, all aspects of it. But what was the most important or the most amount
0: of time you spent? The writing for sure. I mean, it was a couple solid weeks. Yeah. Yeah.
2: For me, it was project management. So just organizing a team and just keeping us on track with the timeline and also just, um, Designing um, like the wireframes and structure and images in the website yeah. as well. A lot of that stuff. Yeah.
3: My answer is pretty broad because it's just development because mm. it's just a long ongoing process. And there's lots of iterations, but there was not one specific element that took longer than the others. It was just, you know, there's bugs that come up as you build yep. and you, you make it bigger and better. And so just working through all those things that come up.
0: We should show, Chanel, I don't know if you have a handy, we should show like the actual project timeline. Oh, um yeah, while you're pulling that up, like I I do want to go on record saying like the website is launched, it's beautiful, it's great, and it's not done. Like the website will never be done, but it so is honest. in a really, really good spot right now.
1: <laughs> it's never done. Well, one of the questions I did get was like, well, what do you do with all the content? Like, did you gate it? Did you ungate it? Did you keep it? And I know we also did like the whole move to like com slash flip So to get all that that content too. So so because there was so like every website that the number one it challenge or question people have is like, well, is the speed that is, is it now loading faster? Is there SEO now? Are we gonna get a higher ranking? Is it more easily navigable and all those things like that that really is at the crux of all of the, the Hard X. So talk about like what did we do with content? What is the content strategy for a website?
0: So we did there was a lot. I mean, so A, one of the reasons we redesigned like we built the brand the website from the ground up because the um SEO performance was not great. Like page mm-hmm. times are slow. We were just not optimizing for it. We were also migrating ramblechat.com and sixter.com back to, we're doing that this week, right, summer. Um, <laughs> and so my funnel now, right? So yeah. it's like, yeah. it wasn't just one website, it was four websites that we had to start swishing together. Um, but we did do it with the, so then this was all Brad Butler and our team's um, kind of machinations was to engineer, to be a lightning round for for SEO, right? So we've got a ton more content now. As far as like the actual, like the kind of marketing content or whatever you want to call it, we, I am a hardcore, don't get anything marketer. I don't always win because we have a demand team that really wants people's email address. So the kind of happy medium we strike is we are going to get something. We only get it for a little while, like the first couple of weeks of its life and then we'll get it. Yeah.
3: Yeah, And when I was developing, I did a lot of back and forth with Brad, who he mentioned. Who's our SEO genius over there? And just did a lot of back and forth in conversations with him, talking about what do you need from me in the process. So when you're moving forward, once this website's launched and you keep adding to our SEO power, what are you going to need from me? What functionality are you going to need to make sure that it's as best mm-hmm. as it can be?
1: Yeah. Now, what? What? I mean, I'm I'm always wondering about like when you launch a website, what's the? How do you know that you did a good job? <laughs>
0: Hard I don't. Yeah, I know. Hard we don't know. We don't know. I think, and this is something I'm even afraid to bring it up because I don't want to tempt the universe. But like when we launched, like when we showed the website to a bunch of the executives at the company before it was publicly launched, we made them their own private Slack channel so they could give us all this feedback. And we were in that channel, like biting our nails, wondering when we were going to get hit with a "all this is wrong" and this is, needs to be fixed. Blah, blah blah. Nothing happened, and so we broadened the group and said, "Hey, more people look at this. Give us a really critical eye." really little feedback. And then we launched it to the whole world and pretty much the only thing we heard was good feedback. So it's like hard to imagine, we that, but yeah. Yeah. yeah,
3: we're waiting <laughs> for a bomb. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Somebody
1: would come and tell, tell you. Yeah. Now, so, so yeah, no talk about, uh, it's, it's talk about why and you know, what was the, 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 the process, especially maybe for you, Justin, in like getting the whole executive buying into it, because everybody got an opinion on, um, uh, uh, on what a website should be, what marketing should be, and all that stuff. So,
0: what was it like? It was so. Yeah, you're right. Everyone has an opinion on marketing, which is one of the hardest things about being a marketer. And our CEO is a former CMO, like one of the goats, right? And so, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what what I did, my approach was, um, I did you know, kind of a fairly thoughtful brief, explained all the research that we'd done going into this project, what our goals for the website were going to be. And got in front of every executive that I thought would have a strong opinion later down the road and heard them out and basically checked the box so that we wouldn't have to deal with it later and it kind of set expectations there so that once Summer and Chanel had put all this work in, we didn't have to undo any of it. I basically said, you kind of tacitly agreed to everything we're going to go do forward from here. So it was kind of a, it was like a really early opt in that they couldn't get out of later. <laughs>
1: yeah. <laughs> and, and how long did it take for, for getting the process going?
0: That part, I mean, kind of building up the deck, I don't know, it was so long ago at this point, it's probably, I don't know, a couple of weeks. But then it was one of those things where, like, you know, a few of us batted ideas around. Like, I came with a strong point of view, but didn't say, hey, this is what we're doing and tried to make it as open and collaborative as possible.
1: Gotcha. Okay. Well, uh, questions that are coming in, and I'm kind of looking at this as well. So when I'm looking down just now, I'm, I'm looking at, like, okay. you know, what's coming in here is uh, the – What's the technology? What, what does the tech stack look like for all the stuff that we put together?
3: Well, I guess if we start the, at the designs, I use a lot of Sketch and a lot of Illustrator to build these wireframes. I'm sure, yeah. Chanel, I think you use Illustrator as well. Right? And Adobe
2: XD for um, the wireframe. Yeah, yeah.
3: Okay. so we went through that whole wireframing process. Um, and then for me, once I started building it, um, it's built on WordPress, so that's just lifesaver. And then i like, just basic HTML, PHP, JavaScript, CSS that's, that's pretty, it's pretty straightforward. I don't want to I don't want it to get too complicated. <laughs> yeah.
1: and was that by design or was that like just to keep it for the, for the speed? Like what was it about?
3: Yeah, I think just for me, that's what I'm comfortable using. And that's what I feel confident working with. Um, and I just wanted to make sure moving forward that when we needed to make updates and, and improve on it, that I would feel comfortable doing so. And so just using the tools that I'm comfortable with yeah yeah
2: and the whole team was already using wordpress before anyway we're all familiar Mm -hmm. with how to publish on that system yeah right
1: okay well let me start with the with the more direct questions on this like all right and i'm I'm seeing this like what was what was the one thing that you didn't do because of the speed at which you had to get things going was there Mm -hmm. anything that you just didn't do because i mean you know what we're just gonna do it in phase two phase three because the work is never done
3: yeah. For, for me, animation, like I wanted it to be this really animated, cool experience um, and it will be, it will be. Yeah. Um, but for the launch date, it just needed, it's, it can still, there can still be some visually appealing elements and some interaction. It'll never be a hundred percent like Justin said, um, but that's an area. I think there's always improvement that I just want it to be a little bit more animated, um, a little bit more unique of an experience, I guess.
1: Wow. Okay. Yeah. Anything with Chanel or or Justin, like he's like, well, we wanted to have this thing, but we never, we we really didn't have time to do it.
0: I've got two things. One is, and so much Chanel know this. I hate stock photography, (laughs) 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 and so we had plans to fly Summer and I down to the Atlanta office, take a bunch of our own photography to use on the website, and then COVID happened, and so we had to go with random internet strangers. And then the other thing is, I mean, even like the day it was published, like our product team, our engineering team moved so fast that. As soon as the website was live, it was already a little bit out of date. So there's still some product work to be done on the website, but that's fine.
1: Wow. Okay. Chanel. Yeah, I think that there's
2: still more product visualization that we can do. We we tried to make it where um, we didn't take exact screenshots from the product, but we just tried to stylize it so that it could represent what we were talking about in the product, but not be you know outdated. So I think there's still areas on the site where we could um, improve the visualization of the product and just, um, you know, refine some images. But um, I think given the time span that we had, I think that it's
3: vast improvement from before. So. Uh, There's always places for improvement, but I'll give, there, I'll give all of us a pat on the back for what
1: we yeah, get. <laughs> yeah, no, no yeah, no kidding, no yeah, kidding. Like, and the, the fact that people think that this was, there was an agency or something like that, you involved in it, I think that and in itself, I think it's kudos, kudos to the team. Uh, another question that I'm seeing is, hey look, you, know, you launched the website, and the one one of the things that I'm trying to paraphrase some of this is like you launch the website and now you have all of these like links and you know the content that needs to coming from other places and stuff like that. Typically, that takes months for companies to reconcile and make sure it's all LinkedIn. And normally, you see a, like a drop before you actually see a pop. Uh, is that true? Is that what we saw? Is that what we? How, how did we look at it?
3: I when mean, I, we we took into account all of that going, we had enough time to plan and to think about all of that. And we actually have an SEO consultant who can help us with that. So I had a staging link and I sent that to our SEO consultant and I said, can you run some tests on this? Mm. Tell me what's going to be broken. Tell me what I need to fix. Um, so that was a headache in and of itself. Um, and then, you know, we did the same thing once we launched and there were things that were on the live site that weren't on the staging site and that's just kind of inevitable and that's the way that it goes. But we have this really great SEO consultant that we can reach out to to help us with that. Um, We can create all these redirections and stuff so that we don't get a bunch of 404s when people are visiting the site. Gotcha.
1: Yeah. 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 Because the 404 is like the death uh, Uh page that you have.
3: Exactly. Uh,
1: What's interesting is we typically would have at least 200 people on the stream, and for some reason, the LinkedIn live stream is broken. So it's live, but not for some reason, people can't see it. So I'm seeing questions on. The community and then text as opposed to live stream otherwise i'll just pull them directly in because i'm like wait a minute where is everybody um uh, so, so i think that's what's happening right now so but but that's why i'm looking down here so another one that coming in um from from the community is like hey look what what is the number one reason you should do a
0: relaunch I don't know if there's a number one. I don't know. Like it was, I think it's different for every mm-hmm. company. In our case, it was kind of like an obvious yes, because technically it needed to be improved and we had a new platform story we needed to be telling. Right. So it was kind of a, you know, yes, let's go. But right. I don't know, Chanel, like, what do you think?
2: Yeah. I think okay. anytime your, um, your, your company or business is growing and you need to, in your marketing materials or website isn't reflecting all the things that you offer, you know, I think it's time to grow. I think a, well, a brand is always um, a living thing. that's always evolving. So uh, you just have to be ready to pivot when changes happen. And so you just have to evaluate your own business situation. Like, is, are people aware of everything that we offer and are we telling the right story for our company? And If we're not, then we should be trying to figure out how to do that. So.
0: Yeah. Can you put that in the context of, so like we, a flip my funnel brand didn't need to be rebranded, yeah. right? So, what was the impetus for that?
2: I think I think it actually kind of did, um, in, in some ways, because the uh, original flip my uh, real, original flip funnel, in which Sangram, if you remember back in the day when you were explaining to me on the whiteboard, I had no idea what you're talking about.
1: Um, Can you remind people what, what happened there? Like, well, what this was like? What 20 early 2015 or something like that? I think. I'm yeah, totally drunk that day. Anyway,
2: you guys <laughs> called me like at nine o'clock at night. And you were writing on a whiteboard about what you know it means to flip the funnel. And I was like, okay. <laughs> you know, go go make a logo that describes different stages of um flipping the funnel. And so it, it was kind of more of a literal interpretation of it. But I think um over time the what the name of the stages were or the meaning of the different stages kind of changed depending on talked about it. So I think to make it a little bit more um conceptual and not so literal was the right move. And so that's why um, now we kind of have a new look and feel with my funnel, uh, just kind of simplifying that and still keeping the same message, but just simplifying it down.
1: Yeah. Now here, and I just see Sandy and Amy finally like this. So they have been and a whole crew of people, like over a hundred people are like trying to get on LinkedIn. I don't know what's going on with LinkedIn. And so I'm like, well, maybe try YouTube. So I can actually see YouTube comments coming in from Sandy and Amy. Um uh, so I, I don't know what what's going on with LinkedIn. Maybe
2: We broke the internet, I don't know.
1: Yeah, maybe yeah, this, maybe this right. we, who knows when we go out. But one of the things that did come in Chanel if you could and I don't know how much we can share this, but could you share uh, either in the stream or you could just send it to me and I'll I'll share it with the with the folks that are now happy on it. Uh, is all like the 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 documentation or like the flow or maybe the project plan or something. Uh, it'd, be, it'd be really cool because yeah, we, like as Sandy says over here, we, we broke the internet. Y'all three of you, bringing three of you broke the, broke the internet. So Anusha, Amy, Sandy, and everybody who's listening, well, thanks for holding on and thanks for coming in. And if you have any questions, just jump in and, and share. We'll, we'll pull, the, pull that in, but I'll share the recording of all of this with everybody who signed up for this. All right, here's another one for you. What are you not doing in the website today? That not, not just that you didn't want to do like the animations and stuff like that, but that's like, you know what, that's really cool, but it's not something we, you know, we want to, we, we should do it because you're a business or something like,
0: it's really cool. Like, it, it's really, really cool, but you don't want to do it. Hmm. Good question. Yeah. Um, I've got one. We are not, and maybe this is not what she's asking or he's asking. We, uh, the old Terminus website was very i I call it academic right we was kind of like reading a textbook and that was explicitly not a goal in the new website we want to talk to people at their level wherever that level is right so whether you're kind of just out of college getting started a marketing or the cmo of a fortune 500 company you should be able to understand exactly what we're doing without kind of getting confused with big words or buzzwords or you know any kind of b2b marketing lingo
1: yeah yeah, and I see like I mean, so as like she's looking like yeah, please send the documentation. So so that I mean the people people want to know how we did what we did because of yeah. how it was done. And for people who are joining in, just to summarize a few things, like heck, like I think what almost what, how much, how many pieces of content is gated today on our website?
0: I don't think any. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. If it is, it's just a few.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that, that is crazy for most people, right? Like, if you're not getting content on the website, like, how are you measuring traffic? How are you measuring return? How, are you not getting pounded by the folks saying,
0: hey, where are my leads? Like, well, how do you address all that? If you have a great solution at your disposal, like Terminus, where you're able to understand who from what accounts is coming to your website and interacting with your content, why would you gain it? it Open it up, me come get it. <laughs> I mean, it's
1: serious. Like, okay, for folks who don't have Terminus today, like, you know, would they do it? Should they do it?
0: I, I, I am a hard no, don't get anything because people, I mean, be honest with yourself, How? like maybe there's some content that's worth trading for an email address, but for the majority of B2B content, it's not worth it, right? So it's, I, in my opinion, more important to get your content out there, your brand message, your value props, kind of your perspective on the world than it is to capture an email address. Like yeah. that stuff adds up and comes back.
1: Yeah, that's that's great. All right. So, um, I know like, Hey, here you go Anand. like, who's the one who actually kind of called us out on this. Like, Hey, where's the rest of the team? Like, here you go. So Ann' uh, <laughs> giving you a direct one and he's, he's coming in from computer out there. All right. Final question. And then, uh, I want each one of you to kind of share like one challenge for everybody who's trying to build a website out there. Right. If you were to do it all over the whole thing over,
0: what would you change? I love it. I'm really happy with how it came out. I think, these two are just process my heroes. anything
3: i also love it i will retweet but if i <laughs> if i guess i guess if i were to change one thing and this is self-imposed i would ask for more help early on because i had a nice little cramming session towards the end and that's probably also inevitable um but i think there were there were places where i thought you know i can handle that i can do that but there's yeah. nothing wrong with asking someone for help when i don't know what the heck is going on yeah.
2: Yeah. I, would say, I would say I wouldn't change anything because even through all the different pivots and challenges, it really helps kind of level up your skill when you can navigate through all those things. And I think having an internal team that was so awesome as this, as this team, it just really made it a lot easier because everyone did their part and everyone gave 120% to do what they needed to do. So I think through all of those things, we we just learned more about ourselves and about business. So I, I think it was a great process.
1: Well, there you go, man. There you go. All right, so I'm going to summarize a couple of things and let each one of you share a challenge. And again, everybody who's listening in, we're going to give you documentation or anything that Chanel, if you could just send me over. You uh, right
2: can actually write a blog on this. So it we will should. have all of that yeah. information in it because I want people to know what the process is. That yeah. I think it's really important.
1: When, when are you planning to launch that? Oh, the pressure's on, huh? The pressure's on. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: I'm, I'm in the safe phase of writing it now. So I think it'll be done... Within a week or so.
1: Yeah. Okay. Very cool. I think that'd be helpful because people do, I mean, this is, this is not an easy thing. This is hard. It's a teamwork. Uh, I've seen you all like go through like so many different ups and downs through the process of like, let's just do it. Let's just, how do we do it? And there are some decisions uh, that were needed to be made, and you just run through it. So a few things that came through me. Um, number one, I think you, as, what I'm learning from this is that the tech part, you just keep it super light. You just didn't make it too heavy. You didn't go over, comp- you didn't complicate it. I think some, like sounds like everything we try to do is simplify. Even the fact that you don't have a ton of stuff that's gated just tells me that you're not trying to create a whole bunch of landing pages for every piece of content. Like I can imagine how much more that will be. So by, by not getting anything, by keeping the simple tech, I think you almost reduce some of the heavy lifting that some of the websites out there have to do. And I don't even know how much return they get by doing all this heavy duty. Uh, landing pages and stuff like that. So that was one, keep it simple. Second, I think, Justin, you mentioned, and I think I've seen this in the process because I've been on all of those Slack and those, those email chains where I think you did a phenomenal job of keeping everybody up to speed every step of the way where it never felt like a surprise. It never felt like, oh my gosh, I have to do this like right now. Otherwise, you know, the team is going to be like down or something like that. Um, it never felt like we are we're, we're rushing it. Um, the whole process of getting people's input and stuff like that. There was time and it was very clear that people had to respond by a certain date, which is really important. But it didn't feel like, oh, you have to do it by like tonight. Otherwise, you know, you're done. Like I think, so that required, assuming like Chanel, your project plan of like when certain things need to be done, why certain things need to be done and who needs to be involved. So can't wait to see that documentation. Um, And Summer, you mentioned something that I wrote down that I did not know about, which was, Having a SEO consultancy or somebody in import like like that, so that you're you're just covering all of your bases
3: right. and making
1: sure that none of the stuff that needed to be done that needs to be in the website and you don't see the dip uh, and pop that normally a lot of people see. We just saw a steady growth and steady traffic. I mean that's that's insane. that's really, really good. That's not standard uh, on all the all the different website migrations I've done. So with that, I'll include all that. it'll be on the podcast as well. Uh, Summer, starting with you and then Chanel and then Justin, you can bring us home. What is the one challenge or one takeaway that you have for everybody who's listening?
3: Cool. Um, I think I think a good exercise would be to show your company website or your personal website to someone's opinion that you admire or you think that they have a good one. Um, ask for their feedback. What's good? What's bad? What do you like? What do you hate? How could it be improved? Because there's always room for improvement. It's never 100%. I
1: like that.
2: I would challenge any company that's getting ready to do any type of a uh, big project or initiative to really go through the planning process and to really um, take the time to go through all the steps that will help organize your project. Because even though it may seem cumbersome in the beginning, like Justin, you remember that long spreadsheet of website images that we had to type out what we wanted yep. to, each image to describe, uh, you know, be designed as um, sometimes doing those things ahead of time, actually make the process go faster. And so if you have someone in your team who, can help organize the team and keep everyone at their strengths and focused. And I think it actually makes things a lot smoother in the end.
0: Yeah. And my one challenge is have your mom or someone's mom read your website and (laughs) have them tell you what you do based on that information, because that'll be a good way of saying, are we communicating clearly about ourselves?
1: Uh, I love that. It's like the grunt test. Um, yeah. Don Mills says, like, you know, get, get your stuff. So I got to give shout out to the people who actually waited until the very end to finally be online. So you all know, Michael over here, like, you know, this is this is like to you, Summer. Like th- it's a living organism, right. no doubt. Um, Sandy. Yeah. LinkedIn is too focused on buying TikTok. So, you know, we, we all get to see the hot mess. there. But it's funny. YouTube is as good as it is. Um, on this, uh, Michael also mentioned, like Amy, thank you for posting the YouTube link uh, for some of the people to go. And again, we will we'll, share notes of this one in a lot more detail, just because of um, the the mess up. Amy and and a lot of folks are just jumping in right now. We will get it. Hey, one last thing that I see: did you did we create like a content experience hub or something like that? I'm I'm seeing that as a question.
0: We use a product called Path Factory that hosts yeah. all of that yeah, it makes it easier for us to like, as not even us, like our entire team to admin kind of the content delivery. Gotcha. Awesome.
1: All right, folks. Thank you so much. Thank you everybody for joining in. Uh, Look out and DM me. If you don't didn't see this thing, just DM me and I'll make sure I send the recording because there's a lot of good stuff in this. I don't want anybody to miss Chanel, Simmer, Justin. Thank you so much, folks.
3: Thanks everybody.
0: You've been listening to the flip my funnel podcast.